Welcome to the One Drink with John podcast. Today is episode 29 with horror author Jay-Z Foster. Jay-Z, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming out. This is super fun. So the One Drink with John podcast, as you know, we do a drink. And so we were trying to come up with something to drink that was sort of on theme with your horror novels. Mm Mm-hmm. And you said coffee, and you said you drink it black, and I thought that seems scary enough. Exactly as a theme. So, yeah. so we made you some uh, bulletproof. What was it? French kick coffee. It's good stuff. Good, liking yeah. it. Good, good, good. And like you said, drink it black, no cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a super big wimp, and so I'm drinking the bulletproof decaf, of course, because if you talk to my wife, not good when I have a lot of caffeine. Yeah. So she's just like, "Why did you stop? Why did you stop talking?" And then uh, I'm only mildly scary, so I put a little bit of cream in mine. Yeah. So. Well, I've got a two-year-old running around, too, so I need the caffeine. Especially. Oh, you got to keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even this afternoon, you're like, okay, let's yeah. do this. So, Well, excellent. Well, Jay-Z, this is awesome. Um, I did the podcast last week with, with your mom, who's good friends of ours, and I've met you multiple times as well. And I just think it's so cool that you're an author as well. Mm-hmm. This is fun. So I wanted to go and kind of start with um, kind of your past a little bit. Uh, you have some interesting things, or at least I think is interesting, but you lived in Korea for over eight years. So yeah. what was the what was the draw to Korea? What did you originally start uh, out there? And Okay, well, I graduated from college in 2008, like right when the recession was hitting. Uh-huh. And I graduated with a criminal justice degree, and I fully nice. planned to be a police officer. Like, I hope to be a detective and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when there was no job, I, my friend asked me, <laughs> do you want to go to Korea with me? And I said, okay. And then she was saying... I might stay there for multiple years. And I said, no, just one year for me. Then she ended up leaving like 11 months in or something yeah. <laughs> to their one-year contract. Right. And then I stayed eight years. So okay. I liked it a lot. I liked the culture. I liked the people. My wife's Korean. so Right. So yeah. obviously you met her there, I'm yeah. assuming, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Was there? So were you going there to... Um, to just have a job, or what was the? What were you? What did you do when you first got there? Like, what was the? Uh, I went there as being an English teacher. Oh, okay. And I stayed there as an English teacher for eight years. Uh, eventually, cool. owning my own private business. But uh, yeah, at first I was working for other people. Okay. But yeah, it was just it was really fun, like dealing with people, and they see Americans differently. Sure. And stuff like that. And well, what's? I mean, we can go into whatever you want, but I, that's one of the things I wanted to see. Just what's the? I mean, you were there for eight years, and yeah. obviously you're teaching English too. So they, you know, mm-hmm. you. You're really getting into their culture, but what was what were one of the some of the shocking kind of things? Were you just like mm. the way they saw us, or or the Amer- or America? Well, I'll tell you something. This isn't exactly how I saw us, but when I first mm-hmm. got there, I saw like a swastika spray painted on the side of my building. And wow! Yeah, my uh, roommate and I were like, "Where, where are we? Like, <laughs> you're like, are we in the right place? Here? Like, there's <laughs> Korean Nazis running around, but then come to find out, swastika is actually a Buddhist symbol." Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't nefarious. It, was a it wasn't thing. okay. It wasn't the Nazis. I gotcha. found that out much later, though. So, I, well, the guy had a swastika. I don't know if the Buddhists call it a swastika or whatever, but I, I saw it as it a swastika. was that symbol. Yeah, I think it might actually be reversed or something, but you can't really tell that at a glance. Uh huh. You know what? Like I think it might be a reversed actually. Yeah. But either way, if you see that, you know, we're definitely trying yeah. to see that as. You know, Nazis and Hitler and all that. Tattooed to his knuckles, and I was like, "What did I get myself into?" (laughs) But yeah, they they really like Americans. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been in some other countries; they don't so much like Americans, but South Koreans really like us. Uh, I remember. Well, here's the funny thing too: like, (laughs) I don't look anything like a celebrity, but they would tell me, "Oh, you look like Tom Cruise." I'm like, "No, I don't." 
You're yeah, like, no, I don't at all. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the equivalent of us saying to an Asian person, "You look like Jackie Chan or something." I'm like, right, I don't, right. I don't look like Tom Cruise. I'm just a white guy. And then when I shaved my head, I start going bald, and I shave my head. They're like, "Oh, you look like Bruce Willis." You're like, great. Well, a couple of good looking guys at least. So <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. That, so you're basically a celebrity as soon as you went over there. So. We had some people like, well, when I first went there with my roommate, my friend, uh, we were the not the first, but some of the first Americans in our city. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't seen a lot of like white Americans walking around and stuff like that. And right. they would just people would randomly take a picture of me or something like that. You're like, hi, okay. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. That took some getting used to. But like a couple years in, it wasn't like that anymore. Sure. Well, now yeah. that you're a famous author, people take pictures too. So oh, that yeah. was good training, I For guess. For different reasons, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. TMZ's following you around now instead. Not because of, uh... they think I'm Tom Cruise or anything. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So basically, you were just um, private teaching um mm-hmm. was it like online or computer no, or what had, were you doing actually had students come in and we like, had our own like in our apartment we had classrooms and they would come okay. into our classrooms and stuff like that okay yeah i forget the exact term for it but it's not an uncommon thing for koreans their apartments i say apartment well they would say like a house uh yeah it's a big building like we lived on the 14th floor i think there was there's 25 <laughs> or something floors like that so it had an awesome view and everything. And it was a yeah. really big apartment house slash whatever you want to call right. it like that. Yeah. So we had several bedrooms and we had two classrooms inside there. Okay. Yeah. So and it's almost like there. a dormitory, I guess, sort of well, maybe or I guess, I don't know, I guess not. It's like a one floor of a house. Okay. Yeah. Of a kind of a big house, I guess. And you have multiple rooms and you have classrooms yeah. and stuff. We had, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And how many people would you teach at a time? Four. And my wife would teach okay. four and then we'd switch 30 minutes in so she would teach grammar and i would teach conversation and stuff like that oh that's cool because it's funny koreans are actually better at grammar than americans are oh <laughs> really <grammar. laughs> oh well that's not saying i guess depending yeah. where you live too right they get they study the terms they, they're very scientific and mathematical so they can study the the uh grammar terms okay well that probably makes that. more sense if you're technical yeah. like that but then you find out english breaks the terms constantly like we have we have rules that we break constantly well a lot of it doesn't make sense too like yeah. a lot of languages i'm sure but it seems like you know mm-hmm. gallagher always did the thing it's the you park in the driveway drive in the parkway and yeah. all those things like doesn't make any sense and there's a lot yeah. of rules like that too that are kind of i don't know, even like what's the um uh what's the oh shoot I hope you're not going to ask me a grammar question. No, no, oh. I, no, no, yeah. Oxford comma. Oxford comma, yeah. thank you. So what's funny, I Jess and I talk about that. She's got a pretty funny shirt that says something about Oxford commas. Yeah. But if you, you know, you can read a sentence and it can mean totally different without the Oxford uh-huh. comma. But then, depend. like when I was in school, I wasn't taught an Oxford comma. And yeah. so, and even like I think either Harlequin does. So one of the publishers does and one of them kind of doesn't mm-hmm. that Jess has been published with, yeah. which is kind of interesting. So it's like we have these rules, but they're not, I don't know. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's sort of bastardized from, from England. And so yeah. it's sort of England, American. And everybody yeah. So it's sort there. of different. <laughs> it's a hodgepodge. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What's the interesting about the Korean language is uh, a couple hundred years ago, they had a king who sat down and designed the language. Wow. And wrote it out, and it's very scientific and makes sense. So, you not knowing anything about Korean could learn how to read and write Korean in a week if you really put your mind to it. Wow! You wouldn't okay. necessarily know what it means, right? <laughs> or how to say it. Speaking right. everything is a lot harder. I don't right. speak Korean, I but can I could maybe Korean. read it 
you can like, read it. Have some kind of comprehension. And say what it's saying, but, I mean, you could read it out loud, but you wouldn't necessarily know all the words and all the stuff like right. that, what it means. But, because okay. I don't speak Korean, but I can read and write it fine. Okay, that was my yeah. next question, because I wondered how, I mean, obviously, you know, you need to be an expert on English yeah. in order to take, teach English, but uh, you needed to know something about that to help translate, yeah. but, so. Oh, well, it wasn't translated, it was all in English. Right, so you're just yeah. teaching basically an English class. Yeah, but it's easier because they—it's <laughs> like teaching a kindergarten English class to begin with, or Some, is it more? Sometimes I did teach kindergarten. I taught all the way up to adults. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, when they ask me questions like, "Why does it mean this?" like the grammar question, I'm like, uh, right. "Go ask Hannah, teacher. Ask my wife." <laughs> right. Go test, ask the other teacher. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, my answer would just be, "Just because it is." I don't know. Right. But yeah. No, sometimes it could get hard. It would depend because these are, they're really smart students mm -hmm. and they would get really detailed questions. And like I said, sometimes I have to come back with, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> a lot that's of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And so you said that the Korean language is only like hundreds of years old or is that, I mean, maybe, I, I maybe mean, I part of it, the but script. the actual, okay. Not the, the language itself. The written part of it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They used to use Chinese letters, which are really difficult to understand. Right. Okay, so it's and how many symbols do they? Do you know how many symbols they have? Or because I know like Chinese is just here. like thousands or something. It's, yeah, probably wrong here, but I think I'm gonna say forty something. Yeah, I don't know offhand. You're like I was an English teacher, John. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> I love it. You're like that's why. So how did you meet your wife then? What was the uh, how did that work? I met my wife. We I tried to I wanted to learn the Korean language. Mm -hmm. She's gonna hate that I told you the story. <laughs> so I went online and I was trying to find a teacher, and I was like, oh, I don't want to talk to any pretty girls because I won't be able to learn really well. I'm like, oh, this girl's got a really terrible picture. And I talked to my wife. And then when I met her, <laughs> she was actually a lot better looking than her profile picture. Oh my God, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, we, and we, uh, we <laughs> hung out. so funny. Yeah, yeah. I tell a story all the time. She's okay with it. Yeah, but, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. We so hung, did she know you, bef did you know before? Or we met just, that, like that. That was it. Okay, so you need somebody to help But you. that was a long, we talked for a long time before we started dating. Right. Because I didn't know if I was going to stay in Korea, I didn't want to start dating right. somebody and then leave. Oh, of course not. That would right. be... Sure. There was a lot of guys that do that. I don't do that. Right, right. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's but, not uh, <laughs> Yeah. And she actually rejected me like three times. Oh, really? Yeah. Eventually, I told her like, oh, I'm going to go date somebody else then. And she's like, oh, okay. So. Hey, there you go. The takeaway method, right? The sales. That's great. <laughs> that's awesome. So you... Uh, so how long were you there before you guys ended up getting married then? Or... Uh, I mean, I guess married in 2012. Oh, okay. So, so that's cool. But yeah, yeah I forget what exactly. What, I guess that was there for four years. I can't remember. Maybe I went 2009. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. That's fine. No, that's cool. It's just interesting. <laughs> I remember my anniversary. That's fine. There you go. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> don't <laughs> forget that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> being married, that's always very important. So, yeah. but what other? Um, and we'll kick into the books here too. But I just this is kind of fascinating to me. But what other? like cultural differences and things that you kind of were shocked with and that were interesting or? Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to talk about this in a podcast. Like <laughs> just their, their hand movements. Like you hold mm -hmm. your hand when you hand something out to somebody. Okay. And that's the polite way to do it. Or when you go to shake somebody's hand, you can't have your hand in your pocket. It's really rude. So a couple. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. A couple like years ago. Technical little things. <laughs> yeah. It's, they've got a very uh, like strict. Etiquette. Etiquette. Okay. And That's interesting. They don't necessarily expect us to hear that, but then they will read into things that we do and think Americans can do this too. Like I've seen Americans get really upset 
when Koreans <clears> do something <throat> a certain way. And I've tried to explain. Like I had a buddy who would always get upset. I was explain. They're not being rude. They're that's just how they are. Right. That's just yeah. This <laughs> like is getting you're breaking their rules. Yeah. It's yeah. Different. But they're not. They're not angry or whatever. But uh, a couple years ago, Bill Gates met their president, and mm-hmm. he shook her hand with his hand in his pocket and it was all it was huge controversy oh big thing all over the papers because he was disgracing her and they're saying well he he should have known better i'm like i don't and i kept saying i don't think he was meaning anything by it they're like no he did like he did it on purpose he was making a political statement to be honest with you i don't think he even knows her politics i don't think yeah yeah (laughs) knowing him just what little i know about bill gates that's not what his no not yeah but they they still think that he was being rude really because he messed that up. Yeah, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess you so, got to be careful. Right? Well, then there's like hand signals and things, you know, like touching your chin or it could mm-hmm. mean whatever the, in the different okay languages. The symbol is a rude gesture in Oh, Russia. really? Okay. In Russia. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got <laughs> We have we have to come here when you do this, and uh-huh. then that's very rude. Oh, really? If you, whack, if you stick your hand straight up and you gesture to come to you, that's really rude. You do it to a dog. Oh, a okay. Right. You stick your hand down and gesture... Like, that's polite like this okay yeah. but not up and towards the yeah seat. oh my gosh yeah, yeah. okay but like if you stick your hand down uh-huh. and do it like in america this means like go away or something right but they're so like i was oh, confused we... thinking people are telling me to go away and they're actually like, go me to away you're like okay sorry just... yeah so did you find most people well like you said that most of them like americans are pretty friendly and yeah i mean i'm sure especially families and stuff and some of them yeah yeah and were you what what city were you in i was in chuncheon okay which is close to like the dmz and stuff like that okay yeah that's cool. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, how fun. Well, that's just kind of a neat thing to do. And I think it's interesting how you said, you're like, oh, I'll go there for like maybe a year. And then, you know, seven years later, you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> eight years. That's pretty yeah, cool. I could have I stayed longer too. It wasn't yeah. like we, we really wanted to leave. So it was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And now you're out at the lake with us. How yeah. fun. <laughs> how cool. All right. Well, let's talk about, so you have had, um, is it you have published? Is it six books? I, I have. Uh, is it seven? Seven. Okay, ish. that's right. Six. I'm gonna say seven ish. Okay, because as of this recording, uh, your latest book is coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. And when this comes out, it'll it'll be out already. So everybody, out, go out and buy it right now. And it is Halloween Horrors Two: mm-hmm. Shades of the Abyss. Yes. And so that's awesome. And so that's the third. Is the third book in the series, or do they? It's a, it's a little complicated. Okay in print versions because I've got Hangman is number one. Okay. Shades of Abyss number two, but if you look on Amazon there's Demon Weed. Okay. Demon Weed's actually you can get that for free on my website, the ebook oh, great. version. Okay. Awesome. But a lot of people always want an autographed uh paperback. So I put the autographed paperback up to be able to you can buy it. Okay, sure. But it doesn't mean it's part of the series. Okay. It's got just it. an anthology series, so I guess it can stand alone anyways. It's yeah. not necessarily connected, Any of them can stand so. alone. Yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. So yeah. what, um, and so you said seven, so basically seven books with that. Yeah. Something like that. I think that's yeah. where, yeah, I think that's where I got I'm going to say six. ish. Yeah. Right, I'm right. I'm terrible with this. No. Yeah, it was seven, I think. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm a writer. Quit asking me technical yeah. math questions, John. But, all right, so these three books in the series. So what, just go in to kind of explain what the series is. I have not, I did pre-order the book, so I'm going to read oh, it. Thanks. But I have not uh, dove into them yet. But just kind of start with... Whichever one you want to talk about and what... I mean, really, what was the inspiration to, to read horror? I know you we had mentioned before that you liked um, comic well, books and mm-hmm. things. Well, actually, I write urban fantasy and horror. Okay. So there's a lot of comedy in my urban fantasy series. Oh, great. Yeah. It's called Witch Hunter. Um, for this one, Harrowing Horrors, though, it just... It is like an adult scary stories to read in the dark. 
or Tell in the Dark. I can't remember the name exactly right now. <laughs> I think it is. Tell, I think it is to Tell in the Dark. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. My wife was giving me a really hard time because I had never heard of that so mm-hmm. earlier. But yeah, <laughs> that's a really popular series. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely, if you look at the covers, you can definitely tell my inspiration there. But mm-hmm. uh, I would say those were written for young kids. These are right. not written for kids. Right. These are adult books for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I try to make that clear. These are adult books. Yeah. I right. just took my inspiration because that's probably reading those books kind of shaped how I am today, I guess. Okay. <laughs> those creepy stories. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So these are just books of short stories. There's no continuity in it. So okay. you can read book two before one if you wanted to like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, they always begin and end with a narrator, like the Crypt Keeper. Okay. He's, right. Telling these stories. Well, maybe not necessarily telling it, because in book two, Shades of the Abyss is like a Necronomicon. Do you know Necronomicon? Sort of. It's an HP Lovecraft. Uh, it's like a book that has damnable knowledge in it or whatever. Oh, gotcha. So the person is reading this book and getting the stories out of that. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. Very yeah. interesting. I just have too so many kind of like ideas. a Tales of the Crypt yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That's how I described people. That, like yeah. That kind of, of a. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. We were just watching. Um, Netflix or something, uh, one of those. Or well, actually, they had the short stories. We watched a couple of those movies, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. When they came out, so it's kind of yeah. popular too. And that's it. Seems like this is a uh, this is good timing. Yeah. Then and a lot. I don't know. I think a lot of horror stuff's kind of coming around. Yeah. It feels like too. And they've got what's mm-hmm. the they got the one channel. Um, Shutter. Yeah, they got Shutter now, mm-hmm. and that seems to be catching on pretty well. So here's the funny thing, though. I can't watch anything like that because my wife's a chicken. So oh, really? <laughs> she says it. We used to watch stuff in Korea. Yeah. And she said it was totally fine. But when she got to America and now the horror movies are set in America, she's like, I can't do it. Oh, I see. So she could house. watch them when they were, when they were, when she wasn't living near. Yeah. It. It was, she could disassociate herself when she's uh-huh. in it. So if she sees like a horror movie that's at a lake house, she's like, I'm out. There's no way I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, there's, well, when she first got here, she picked up on stuff. I didn't know it was like, she heard the noises in the house. She's like, mm-hmm. what is that? I'm like, huh? Okay. That noise! Like, what are you talking about? Is that the air vent? Is that what you're talking about? Because I don't even hear that. I'm sure you don't either. The furnace, the house yeah. is creaking. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you won't even notice it. But somebody who's never experienced that before is like, what? It sounds like somebody walking down the hall or something like that. Yeah. So, That's funny. She's still. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jess has always wanted to talk about, you know, we were like, oh, I'd love to get a, a house in the woods and whatever. And she's like, but not that far in the woods. Because yeah. she like, reads too many horror novels and watches oh, too really? many scary movies. She's like, yeah, that wouldn't. Although I remember we watched. Um, Oh, shoot. What was the movie? Um, oh, man. I'll come up with it. But it was a really good movie. Yeah. It was um, the one that was done really cheap. Oh, man. Anyway. No, it was... Um, oh, my God. I might maybe have it. I knew. Well, no, it was just them on a camera, and they got in the woods, and they end up... Blair Witch Project. Yes, Blair yeah. Witch. My gosh. Blair Witch Project. So I remember watching that, and we, we watched it at the theater with some friends of ours and we were driving back and that movie just scared me to death. Like that was just the, cre- I mean, luckily we were in a theater where it wasn't too packed. Everybody's really into the movie. Nobody mm-hmm. was being stupid to spoil it. But it was like, that was a really pretty creepy movie and it was, you know, super dark at midnight. We're driving back and we're driving back through Huber Heights under these tunnels, through all these trees. And I was just like, you know, I don't think you could pay me enough to stop the car and walk up through those woods to that house. Like, I just was like, great house. It was kind of funny, but that's such a good movie. I love how that was so low budget, too. It was just crazy. That starred the whole found footage, low budget horror movie. A lot of horror movies now are low budget. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, even the, what's the one in the house, too? That's the haunted, or whatever. That thing's like, 
how cheap is that? It's like everything is in the one house with the three characters, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously there's, you know, some special effects and things, but it's, yeah. I also like the old school special effects where it's not like CGI'd. Oh yeah. So I, I pretty much prefer those. Yeah. yeah. That's what I always, and that's, I love Lord of the Rings so much for him using so many old school mm-hmm. technology to do stuff like that. I oh, think yeah. that's, yeah, definitely. All right. So we got all your books here. So how do you, so, I would like to kind of dive in, and I asked um, your mom about this a little bit too, but I'd, I'd love to know um, like how you write, like what's your craft, mm-hmm. you know, kind of what does a day look like? So, you know, how many pages do you get done or what do you, I know we've got a lot of social media and other things to do as mm-hmm. well, but as far as your actual writing, what does a, uh, a day in the life of J.C. Foster writing look like? Before I had a baby, <laughs> I would sit down in the morning and then write until I had... I would, well, I would put a minimum goal of 2,000 words down. Okay. That was my minimum. Nice. That's so, uh, if I got more than that, great, but that's what I was aiming for. 2000. I would get at least 2,000. Yeah. These days, not so much. Cause, With the toddler running yeah, around. Because <laughs> sometimes she's calling for me. My wife said, just don't worry about it. I'm like, ah, I feel Sweet. terrible. She's daddy, daddy. Right. <laughs> I'm just downstairs. I call it the dungeon. Right, right. Some videos call it dungeon because it looks terrible. <laughs> I just go with it. But, uh, yeah, where they were calling my name, where I have to go upstairs and talk with her and stuff like that. And, sure. But usually to get my brain going, I, I'll walk outside, I'll take a walk and listen to music and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then come back and write. I'll, I'll have it all played out in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't usually outline. I'm trying, okay. to, I'm trying to get to that because I heard it's a better, here it's a better, here it's a better process. But uh, well, I guess it could be too. I don't, I don't know. And actually, your mom had the best answer ever. She said, "It's you got to find what works for you." everybody's different yeah um because because jess is more you know there's the pantser and the plotter so jess does not really plot out a whole lot of things really she just goes with it she really does and and the reason um and i think your mom is talking about this too it's like you know they have to write the outline to give to you know the blurb Mm -hmm. to give to the publisher to buy the book but then sometimes it doesn't yeah yeah, it's pretty basic and sometimes it's not it's not true like it doesn't end up going that way Mm because you have to follow the direction it goes exactly and jess is always like gets you gets in the head of the you know of the characters and she's like no they they wanted to do this and this is what it did and i just think she's a good writer yeah i think so too so yeah i wouldn't inside of her yeah yeah i wouldn't uh yeah i don't i don't know everybody's kind of got their own thing and even Mm -hmm. you know I would assume somebody that's a little more technical, maybe a little, you know, different kind of engineer brain would be more trying to plot it out. But mm-hmm. yeah, so you're just kind of a pantser. You kind of get in there, just start. You have kind of an idea for the book, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of kind of see where it goes. And... Yeah, a lot of times I'll have like seen. Well, I usually know where it begins and ends. Okay. So it doesn't always hit that, but it usually hits that. Uh, so with the original idea, you have some idea what's going to start. That middle part where it's going to go. Sure. Yeah. The, well, the messy middle is always <laughs> the tough part anyways. 80,000 words in the middle that gives me trouble. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I usually have that. And I have like scenes I know I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be a good scene. And right. I'll go do that. Yeah. So do you just like write ahead? Just if you've got just kind of outline like, oh, let me get to this scene. Mm-hmm. You know, or just seeing ideas that come up as you're going, and you're like, oh, that'll be farther down. Well, actually, I've never done it. I, I'm trying to do an outline with a series I have okay. coming up because it's going to be 12 books in one series. So okay. that, I feel like an outline would be useful. Sure, that makes That's sense. That's the first time I've ever done it. Right. Oh, will um, they be connected? The books will be connected yeah. with characters going through. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That's well, that's, that makes sense. You'd have to yeah. kind of get an idea of where that's going to go. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the only time I've. 
outlined or whatever. Okay. Since then, I pretty much just go in there and... Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then... Um, no, but that's cool. And I think that's the best... I don't know. And again, it, just like your mom said, it's, you've, you've got to just figure out what's what's what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the process of, of writing a movie script. And I... It was something I started a couple of years ago and it was a, an idea for a book. And then I started writing part of the book and I wrote, you know, I don't know, 10th of the book or whatever. Um, but then I realized that I really wanted to turn it into a movie script. Mm-hmm. And now I'm reading a book about how to write a movie script, which called Save the Cat. And so it actually, for me, makes a lot more sense to plot it all out yeah. and then go back and do it. And it, it although it's kind of like you said, though, I, I knew what the beginning was for sure. I knew what the end was, and then I would come up with these scene ideas, and I'd just be kind of marking them down. And so for me, I'm kind of like writing out these scene ideas, and they may or may not work in this the way I've structured it now. But I don't know. It just that it's interesting though. I'm I'm doing that, and I'm interested about how to do that. But I also really want to get into the work and just start figuring out what the mm-hmm. character is going to say. Yeah. Just start writing dialogue again. Um, it's kind of bogged me down a little bit. So I totally understand. You want to do that. So how long does it take, do you think, obviously each book's different, but approximately to to write an entire, like your first draft or whatever of a book? Mm-hmm. Like how long do you think that takes? Um, how many so, months or weeks or whatever? Well, depending on the size of the book. So mm-hmm. my book before Harrowing Horrors 2 was Witch Hunter 2. Mm-hmm. And that took a really long time. Like, mm-hmm. it's a really big book too. Oh, okay. I don't remember the page count offhand, but mm-hmm. I think it was like a hundred... 30,000 words, isn't like that. Oh, okay. So that's a much. And these are, you said these are like 80,000-ish or 90? Oh, no. These are actually, I think these are 35,000 words. Oh, okay. These gotcha. Are I'm sorry. Books. Sure, sure. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, these are, these are. I plan these to be easy reads, basically. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Which yeah. is the way those are set up. So, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Witch Hunter is, it started with one character in the first book. He's in book two, and now I'm writing book three. And he's got mm-hmm. a long history and everything going on, so. Gotcha. It's more difficult to write that book. This these books, though, I wrote, I write, I can write one short story in like a week or something like that. Okay, depending on the size. Sure. Generally, because I sure. ha- I've written one that was like ten thousand words or something like that. That took a little bit longer. Sure. And how many stories are in each one? Or is it each one has six? Six. Okay. <clears throat> so you can write. So you're looking at probably two or three months to probably get this first draft written out. Yeah. Something like well, that. I do get two from other writers. Okay. So I, if you see the other names in there. so like Yeah, the I did. Book. I was going to ask you how that worked out. Mm-hmm. So so I got the other writer. This I'm um, obviously Jay-Z Foster. Number two here was Chad Lutsky and then mm-hmm. RJ Rolls. Those are two friends of mine. And okay. here was L.L. Foster. So my mom put one in there. Yeah. We've that's her, her like urban yes. fantasy horror. Yes, game. that's what yeah. she said. Yeah, yeah. And then my buddy Justin and Woodward. Okay. So you did two and then they did two each. Is that how it worked or did you? No, uh, I did four. Okay, and, and then each of them did, did one. one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and they contribute one to it. So I don't, yeah, I just wanted to get some variety in there too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they write, they definitely write differently than I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind so. of interesting though. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about, um, again, like I said, I haven't read one of the books. I did pre-order it though. So <laughs> I should, maybe by the time this comes out, I'll be able to read it. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of neat to see. And I guess it makes sense. You've got the short stories, so you can have somebody write another one in there. That's pretty fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because I was wondering, because Jess is doing a book. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. She's got another future secret project, but I don't know if she's told anybody about it, but that she's doing with another author. And there, um, I guess she, there's going to be four books, I think, total, and then she's writing two, and then you know Jules writing the mm-hmm. other two. So it's kind of interesting how they kind of have to 
hand off some of the, I guess the, the town instead, as opposed to the characters will be different, although mm-hmm. some will be related. And so they're kind of, the yeah. And so the, the world, as they say, is going to, they're going to kind of hand that off, which is mm-hmm. kind of neat. Yeah. And I guess they've got, um, one of the big series, uh, the Harlequin does is the cowboy something series. And I don't know if your mom's written one of those or not, but, um, Macy Yates has one of Justice Friends. I think your mom knows her too. But it was like, it's this set and they have this set of rules and this and you can, if you're lucky enough to get asked to write Mm -hmm. one of those, it's kind of neat because it's the whole series and you can write it in your way but you've got these specific rules and things on how to do it. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. But with this, it makes totally sense that, you know, you've got six short stories. That's great. You know, it's great for cross promotion. It's great for them. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's also neat to see to read their story because it's going to be written in a different voice than mm-hmm. yours is too. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. I do set out some rules there. Like, sure. I don't, I don't want people to be very anti-religious or sure, sure, sure. Or oh, of course. Or, I mean, not anti-political, but political in it or sure, something like sure. that. Sure, so. sure. No, of course. Well, these are fun reads. We want to have a good time. Yeah. We don't... <laughs> I tell them, we can go R, but I want a soft R, like a Jason movie R. Right, right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Because there's some R's that are like close to NC-17. Like, I don't want you to go NC-17 in these. Right. That was the next thing. I was kind of wondering how the... Um, <laughs> And of course, we can use whatever language you want on this podcast. But but no, I, that's interesting. I wanted to see what um, in romance called the heat level. But no, that that makes sense. The R, you know, yeah. PG thirteen, a nice strong R kind of thing in there, yeah. as opposed to going over the top. So well, yeah, some of them are PG thirteen, but I would definitely tell people that it's you should expect an R. Maybe right. some of the stories are PG thirteen, but there yeah, there's R's. There's R's. Yeah, there's well, like you said, it's it. not for kids. Lots of F words. Sure, sure. My favorite word. Right, okay. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, lots of murder and stuff like that. So yeah, but That's yeah, good. like I don't. There's this stuff called extreme horror. I don't write that. Right. I, okay. I don't, of course. No, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Sure. I don't do yeah. vivid torture scenes or anything. Right, like that. right, right, right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But no, yeah, there's some sex and violence, some gore, and some blood in there. Some good, yeah, some good fun. That's supposed to be good yeah. fun horror. Movies. <laughs> like a That's Jason cool. movie level. That's why. Yeah. Tell well, those are super fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, very cool. So, how did you meet? Um, the other guy, so that's so you said Chad. Chad, Chad Lutsky. Yeah. How did you meet some uh, of these guys met, that you did some books with? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. My first guy I met here was Justin M. Woodward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's been my buddy for a while. Uh, he actually reached out to me a while back. And there's, I would, I can't say the horror writer pool is small. There's actually a lot of us in there. So, right, right, right. <laughs> but I don't actually talk to too many of them because I, like there, there's different shades of horror, so I talk sure, to people who are my, more of my shade of it. So sure, I know Justin pretty well, and then my and buddy did you RJ's just meet them um, at on Facebook and stuff? Okay, like that. just kind of like that because that's Denver. Jess kind of did that when Twitter was a little more active. Mm-hmm. That's how she met a bunch of authors as well. Yeah. Okay, so just kind of social media and just notice that you yeah. guys are writing the same things or interested in the same books, and yeah, that's really cool. That's mm-hmm. neat. So have you have you met them, at- Justin? Yeah. Possibly you met Justin too. I don't know. It might be. He was oh, at RAGT last year. Oh, was he? he okay, I probably me. did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. But he was there last year. That's fun. Uh, I think he's coming again this year. My buddy RJ Rolls, he runs uh, Books of Horror, which is a Facebook group. He's mm-hmm. a really big group. Nice. And Chad Lusky is a like, very phenomenal, talented writer. Awesome. He, he writes really uh, emotional stuff like that. So That's I read awesome. his story. I was like, damn, man, you might have written the best one in here. You're like, you're making me look bad. <laughs> That's cool. Well, that's great to play like, somebody in like that. As long as you give it that. to me, yeah. it's good. <laughs> as long as my name's bigger than yours on the book, yeah. it's fine. So, no, that's really cool. Well, how fun. So, And speaking of, so R-A-G-T, which is the Reader Author 
get together. Um, and then uh, let's see in 2020 it's, is it May or June? I think it, I think it's in June. June so, so that's cool. Yeah. Cause I got to see you there, uh, last year in 2019 and that was super fun. You had, you had a pretty good line of people there. So you had yeah. a lot of fans there. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. It was, so, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. So how's that? Have you been done other book signings other than that at different places? Or I, went, I know you've gone to some cons and things mm-hmm. too. Uh, the last one I went to was Horror Hound Weekend, mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw a lot of people there and signed oh, a lot of books. Um, that's cool. I'll, I'm trying to go to the Comic Con in Lexington, yeah. but I'm not sure if I'll be able to get in. Apparently, it sold out before I even knew it existed. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> they put me on a waiting list, so yeah. oh, hopefully cool. I can do that. But yeah, I want to go do more things, but at the same time, it's kind of hard with my two-year-old. Sure, of course. Yeah, so. Yeah, you can't be flying around everywhere. Yeah, but. I can't go too far away, but yeah, yeah the closer cool. places would be good. Yeah, that, and that's what we love and Jess loves about REGT. I mean, it's so close, and mm-hmm. it's, it's also a very well-put-together event um, and really big. It's, and, you know, and that thing sells out pretty quick, too. So mm-hmm. I'm sure your fast. mom lets you get in a little – you're able to yeah. – are you on the list before you I'm don't have to – I'm on the list before Okay, good. Advanced, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've had some of my readers, like, on my Facebook page because uh-huh. it would sell out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I wanted to come. And they're like – can you ask? Can if you you're give me? Square? I was like, I can't do anything. For you're me. like, it's not. Yeah, no. it's not like that. You're like, like I'm lucky that I got in. <laughs> like, is that your mom? I'm like, yeah, it's my mom, but I can't get any extra tickets or anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's fun. All right, let's see what other questions I've got here. I kind of got going off on a tangent there. I love talking that's about right. Korea. That was super fun. Yeah. So what was it? Um, let's see. So what, what? So what was it like growing up? with a famous author as a mom like was there anything and obviously she's a romance author so yeah. that was there anything you were teased about <laughs> as a kid or whatever is kind of fun i mean you guys are yeah. you have great parents you know yeah Lori and i are super awesome so yeah i'm sure they're pretty chill about most things as far as i go to that but yeah i would say mine was pretty normal with everybody else i didn't yeah well, was there anybody at school teased you like oh my gosh i've read your mom's book or something or just kind of yeah but i didn't like really that's what i've I've got my friend Justin or whatever. He'll want to tease me or something like that. I'll tell him, like, dude, I've been dealing with this since fourth grade. Or yeah, whatever. so it's like no big deal. You're yeah. like, this is just the family business. And I've got a callus yeah. to this. It doesn't, yeah. It's not going to affect me. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't, I don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really affect me. But That's yeah, cool. I guess some buddies would tease me about it or something. But yeah. I think even at a certain point, nobody even said anything about it because. They're just like everybody uh, else got used to it too. Well, it's one of those things too where it's no fun if you're not if you don't react, then they're not going to make fun of you. That's yeah. I, I learned that early on as a kid. I'm just like, oh, if I got upset, then when somebody said something about me, then they'd keep saying that, and if not, they'd be like, oh, they wouldn't care at all. So yeah. Well, cool. So what um, what what future plans do you have? I know you talked about a series. Is mm-hmm. there anything you're allowed to talk about that yet, or? I'm curious. Um, it's very interesting. Twelve sure. books, and that's a huge undertaking, I think. Yeah. And so I've got. Well, before that, I'll have Harrowing Horrors book three. Excellent. Due out soon. Okay. Um, then I will have Witch Hunter three, which I've got mostly written, but I haven't. Okay, actually, almost every time I write a book, like a big book like that, mm-hmm. I'll pause in the middle of it and go write something else. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I started writing these. I'm like, I need to recharge my brain, so I started writing sure. short stories. Then I have a popular series called Wicked Ones, which is actually probably my bestseller. And that's like a very... A lot of my stuff is comedic. Yeah, awesome. Wicked Ones is not comedic at all. Like, I don't know. Do you want a dark story here? I, whatever. Absolutely. I'd love a dark it's not, story. Not super it's dark. No, no, sure. Whatever. When my wife and I were trying to get pregnant... Okay, I'd written Witch Hunter, which is funny. It's mm-hmm. a funny novel, and comedic and stuff like that. Sure. It's definitely horror, but it's got horror comedy. Right, anyway, right. Anyway, 
Right. When my wife and I were trying to get pregnant, she was having problems and had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were telling us we we're going to maybe lose the baby or something like that. So yeah. I was still writing at the time, and I went and wrote Wicked Ones. During really, that it time. Very, it went, took a very dark turn. Uh, I wouldn't say dark, like, I don't... Sure, sure. I'm not going to torture or kill the main character. No, no, of course. But, but yeah, but it's not funny It was darker than what you were used to writing with the rest of it. Okay, that's interesting. But it was not funny at all. That's interesting. so some people had read Witch Hunter, and they thought Wicked Ones is a sequel to it, and they're like, what the hell? You're like, (laughs) this isn't funny. (laughs) That's interesting. uh, But actually, it sold a lot better. Yeah. But, yeah. That's interesting. I know um, Spielberg did Indiana Jones, and I remember hearing that, so the second movie... Temple of Doom was pretty dark, and it yeah. it wasn't as much. Fi- I, it was my least favorite of the four, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think most people, but it, it was pretty dark, and yeah. it w- he was going through a divorce at the time, mm. and and he said that he that really, you know, had a lot of effect on the Project movie. Down, and I mean, obviously, the you know the the subject matter in that type of movie could get kind of dark, but I think he said he really dove in because of that, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting, of course, because then he met who his wife is now mm-hmm. was the actress in the movie, so oh, I forget right. her name, but yeah. So that was kind of, but yeah, that's so, you know, you got to draw, you know, f- your creative juices from what's going on in your life. And mm-hmm. I, that totally makes sense that you guys are going through a tough time and mm-hmm. I could see this, you know, it, kind of veering off a little bit. So. I hadn't even realized it. I was, it's probably years later. Yeah. Well, not years later, but a while later when I realized like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's why that was so super dark. Well, right. I, I keep saying super dark. It's not super dark. Right, right, right. But for compared <laughs> for me, for yeah. that series, sure. Yeah. That is interesting. But yeah, no, I think um, when you're going through something, how, you know, it's a creative process. How could you not have what's going on in your outside life uh-huh. affect that? In fact, I was watching a video about um, a screenwriter and he was talking about how after, I think it was after he sold the first script that he was really just working really hard for the next two years. And I think he was maybe editing that script or whatever he was doing. And he just was like, for two years he's like I basically didn't come out of my house that much and it was like I really need to get out to get some you know get some air and get some creative things Mm -hmm. going and get some other you know get out in the world and see what's going Uh on so that's kind of interesting but yeah I I totally understand how could you not how could that not affect you you yeah but it is interesting that you said you didn't really notice it until later on Mm -hmm. but that's I don't know I think that's that's part of the creative process though I guess it was a happy ending too because I might daughter was fine and then it's like my most popular book so well there you go what a great turn so yeah we can thank her for all that as well so that's cool so you guys uh are living out the lake with us which is super fun and uh i know i think you'd mentioned when i talked to you before how your your daughter likes to go out on the boat oh yeah she loves going on the boat yeah she's like come on let's go she'll stick her head out in the air like a dog or something (laughs) (laughs) let her hair blow back that's awesome yeah so that's been fun because you guys been out here a couple years i think and then yeah that's fun, yeah. That's super fun. Super yeah, we're cool. getting her to swim and stuff like that too. So yeah, that's my awesome. wife can't really swim, so I'm like, well, we're getting our daughter in fast. So because my right. wife's still, you know, yeah. in her thirties now, cannot swim. So oh, really? That's interesting. <laughs> I I do know a lot of people that that have not that don't know how to swim or just haven't. It's not you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the opposite as a kid. I mean, we grew up at a pool as a kid, and I mean, I, yeah, I think I, I took swim, swim lessons right, at two. Yeah. You know, so it's not. Like swimming and diving and jumping, this is what we did mm-hmm. all summer long. But yeah, that's... <laughs> I always give my wife crap. I'm like, Korea is a peninsula. Yeah, you're like, you're surrounded by water. <laughs> like, how did you... <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love it. I love it. All right, so was there anything um, about the future book writing? Did you want to talk about the titles? Or are we waiting for that? Or is um, there a real... I mean, 
I don't want to go into whatever you can or can't say about yeah, that. Yeah, well, because but that's it, an interesting series, though. That's going to be cool. I don't want to say too much. No, that's well, great about the titles and stuff because sure. it's subject to change. Of but course, yeah, always. I would say it's like a the Aliens movie, that kind of vibe. It's a oh, what's well, a sci-fi sci-fi horror. I don't know okay. if I said that yet. No, it's yeah, a sci-fi think, horror yeah. Um, with an Aliens kind of vibe to it. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But no, I'm playing be it. Fun. I've been talking with my friend about it we're gonna do season one season two season three so it's four books is season one okay and it's gonna have a distinct vibe from books uh season like two second season okay and season three so we're gonna like find some way to indicate that like the colors and the, the cover like maybe this will have like a blue tint and a red tint sure or whatever tint yeah yeah well you're still working on it there's a yeah. long way out so you still got the other two books to come out too oh so. yeah we, yeah we've got we've a, got, we've got, we got a lot to, to do so. yeah <laughs> but it's fun it's shaping up to be fun yeah that's awesome no that's exciting so is there any other, you know, we talked about uh, RAGT, uh, the Reader Author Get Together, which will be in June of 2020. Any other events that you know that you're going to be attending? Some uh, book signing stuff. I know we can find everything on Facebook, which is... Yeah, Facebook's my... Jay-Z, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z Foster Author, right? Yeah. F- on Facebook. Um, and then, of course, your website is mm-hmm. jayzfoster.com. I would like to well. go... Yeah, I would like to go to Horror Hound Cincinnati. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not quite sure if i'll get there or not yeah i don't think they've opened up admission yet i'm not sure okay. because i've just started doing this i'm not exactly right sure the process. right right <laughs> so hopefully i'll get it pegged down at some point okay well we yeah. can follow you um you know anybody who likes your uh your facebook author page there and then follow you of course on jayzfoster.com yeah um and then well they can get a free story on jayzfoster.com the demon weed Perfect. It was two that's free stories, that and the Witch Hunter story. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's perfect. That's a great place to start, great place to introduce you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we've got Harrowing Horrors. You got it. I don't know why I can't say it. <laughs> Harrowing Horrors. There <laughs> it is. Yeah. We've got Hangman. Um, and that book is out already. And yeah. then Harrowing Horrors 2, Shades of the Beast, will, will be out as soon as this podcast comes out. So Great. That's very awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to mention other places for people to find you looks like that's pretty much I do a little Instagram on. okay on Instagram Jay-Z Foster author I've awesome. got Twitter too gram. but I'm not so yeah I don't, I don't really you're just copying out. the Instagram to the Twitter to see that's what I kind of when I post something that's on there too and I I can, I can get why you know you want to read sentences from certain people I don't know why people want to read a sentence or two for me <laughs> right right well you're so busy writing sentences yeah. too I see that sometimes authors are on there I'm like how do you have time to write on Twitter like shouldn't you be writing but yeah <laughs> I'm out of words by then so yeah well, very cool. Well, good. Yeah. yeah. If you're, any of your listeners want to stop by my Facebook page, you can say hi to me. That'll work out. That'll be fine. Awesome. And I think you've got, um, well, you do a lot of live stuff too with some of the other authors of the books. And I'm going to do a live chat tonight, but that will be. Of course, in that'll the past. be. A, yeah. So you can go check that out. <laughs> It'll be up already. So. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, Jay Z, thanks so much for coming out. Uh, this has been super fun. Was there anything else you wanted to mention? I think that's. Mm, I think I'm good. We covered yeah, everything. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Well, thanks, and uh, we're going to put links to everything like I usually do in the show notes at the uh, wonderingwithjohn.com and also be on your podcast show links. Um, So, yeah, basically anything you want to check out there. Jay-Z, thanks again, and thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.